Welcome back to Heckam World Weekly. I am your host, Shannon Hicks. You are listening to the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. How to prepare for the risk of changing housing needs in retirement. Counselors are seeing an increased interest in Heckams during the pandemic. And what to do with reverse mortgages if home values drop. Those are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of June 29th. Our first story comes from Reverse Mortgage Daily, written by Chris Clow. Counselors are seeing an increased interest in the home equity conversion mortgage during the coronavirus pandemic. Counseling sessions, in fact, are on the rise as seniors are looking for ways to soften the financial shock as a result of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Each counselor related some different takeaways when they were asked about how they've noticed if reverse mortgage counseling has changed. One notable difference is that the clients are a little bit more extroverted than they were in the past, perhaps as a result of the shelter-in-place orders and the desire for a little bit of a human connection. Jennifer Costantini, who is the housing director at Cambridge Credit Counseling, said, One thing we've noticed is that our clients seem to be a little bit more talkative than usual. It's not all business lately. There is more personal sharing on both sides, most likely due to the isolation we have all been feeling. And other counseling clients seemed a little more inclined to use the reverse as somewhat of a, quote, buffer asset to help them carry through some of the financial difficulties they will be facing as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. That, according to Jackie Boys, Senior Director of Housing and Bankruptcy Services with Money Management. Management International. Boyce said, since the COVID-19 pandemic, we're hearing from more reverse mortgage borrowers that are considering a reverse mortgage as a financial cushion. Seniors have indicated they are concerned about their overall financial situation and will tap into their home equity as a safety net. That said, one of the primary motivators of getting a reverse mortgage has not changed. Many are still looking to eliminate their existing forward mortgage payment. You may be asking, what about the proprietary or private reverse mortgage? Well, Cosentini reports that they have stayed about the same during the pandemic, but both Conley and Boys reported seeing a decrease in proprietary counseling sessions at Greenpath and MMI, respectively. What to do with a reverse mortgage if home values drop? That's the title of a Q&A column in Hometown Life with columnist Rick Bloom. One reader writes, about 15 years ago, my mother did a reverse mortgage on her home. She didn't need the money. Rather, the money went to me for seed money to start my business. Fortunately, the business has done well, and I wanted to pay off the reverse mortgage so my mom would own her home free and clear. When she did the reverse, her home was worth about $250,000, and she was able to do the reverse mortgage for about $100,000. I was surprised how large the outstanding balance had become, she writes. I question whether it even makes sense to pay off the mortgage. Should I just give the money to my mom outright? I'm also curious as to my mom's responsibility for the mortgage, since I'm our only child, and if she passes away, am I responsible for it? Dear Joe, writes the columnist, in answering your second question first, the answer is no. Neither you, being the heir to the property, nor your mom will be responsible for the difference between what the house eventually sells for and what the balance is for the outstanding mortgage. If there is a shortfall, that is the responsibility of the lender, and thus neither you nor your mom needs to worry about being personally responsible. Because the property is worth less than the outstanding mortgage, it would seem to me that it would not be a very good strategy for you to pay off the mortgage. 
I would think a much better strategy is to give that money to your mother and let her use it during her lifetime. This way she has access to the funds, which she would not have if she did pay off the mortgage or paid down the reverse. And in our final story for the week, how to prepare for the risk of changing housing needs in retirement. This comes from The Street, written by Robert Powell. In an interview, Anna Rappaport, who is co-author of the report and member of the Society of Actuaries Committee on Post-Retirement Needs and Risk, they discuss the risk and other ways to manage it. And here are some of the pragmatic ideas. One is to make affordable choices. Housing is financed mainly from personal assets and current income, and those nearing or in retirement will want to make sure that their housing choice is affordable in the long term. Next is considering a range of financial strategies depending on their situation. Paying off the mortgage and the remaining debt could be a good strategy, but for others, taking a reverse mortgage could be a wise choice. Next is choosing location well. It's a good idea for the retiree to select an area where their family may be nearby to assist access to in-home care or other facilities. Understand the options. Many seniors enjoy a wide variety of different housing options, different cost services, and social environments. Making timely decisions. Some decisions require the retiree to move while they're still in good health. Some may have a waiting list to get into a facility, so it's better to do it sooner than later. Finance support from when major help is needed. Support can be expensive when a retiree does need major help. Financing can come from savings, current income, selling a home, or long-term care insurance, and I would add myself or a reverse mortgage. And being smart about buying insurance. Insurance coverage for long-term care does provide support for those with disabilities so severe that the person requires assistance for daily activities. And understanding public programs. Medicare programs are limited and short-term care benefits in certain circumstances, but it does not provide for long-term care. It requires a hospital stay prior to payment of subacute benefits. When it comes to the needs-based Medicaid program, coverages do vary by state. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly. Don't forget you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you're not already listening to this podcast episode on HeckamWorld.com, be sure to head over there. You can find our latest weekly videos and commentary. In fact, this week we have an exclusive interview with New York financial advisor Robert Intellisano. We're going to be discussing mortgage forbearance options, especially for older homeowners. Thank you for listening. Be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.